Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to the news and uh, we'll go through the baseball board with uh, Gabe and Richard coming up at the 6 o'clock hour. And we've been talking about this story for a while. Now it's actually happened. The NBA fining the Los Angeles Clippers $50,000 today for violating the anti-tampering rule after Clippers coach Doc Rivers said on ESPN that Raptors star Kawhi Leonard is most like Michael Jordan than any player he's ever seen. The Raptors reached out to the NBA multiple times about the constant pursuit of Leonard, according to TSN in Canada. Golden State Warriors uh, head coach here, Steve Kerr, confirming star Kevin Durant will be out for Sunday's Game 2 of the NBA Finals against the Raptors. Uh, Yes, so uh, Durant is now supposed to return midway through the series. Reports indicate that uh, Game number 4 is the most logical option, this according to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. KD hasn't uh, played since May 8th with a calf injury. He's with the team in Toronto but hasn't practiced yet. The Warriors have lost uh, the last four NBA games without KD dating back to 2016. Game two, Scotiabank Place in Toronto, 8 o'clock. Toronto an early one-and-a-half point favorite. Total set at 215. Updated series price. Warriors were minus 300 after the loss, minus 145. Toronto now plus 135. The Raptors have won five straight games overall. Solid nine and two at home in the playoffs. Eight and three ATS. NHL news, Blues forward Oscar Sundquist suspended one game after that hit to Grizzlick uh, in Game 2 that knocked Grizzlick out of the game. Stanley Cup Finals shifting to St. Louis for Game 3 Saturday night. St. Louis minus 115, total 5. This best of 7 series tied at one game apiece. Updated series price, Boston 130, Blues plus 120. The NHL has also cleared Washington Capitals forward of Jenny Kuznetsov after the league investigation into a video with lines of white powder and a bill called it Coke-gate. Kuznetsov was not doing anything in the video. Uh, there's a chick in the background. She's lying in a bed. But the white substance and dollar bill in the video shot. He's recorded 70 points and 50-plus assists in three of his last four games with the Caps. Winnipeg Jets reportedly shopping very talented blue liner Jacob Truba. He's not going to come cheap. Update in golf. Martin Keimer going real low right now. He's a solo leader. Minus 10 just finishing up right now on the 18th hole. Ricky Fowler, Patrick Cantlay, Adam Scott, uh, Xander Shifley, all seven under par. Jordan Spieth, eight under par. Right now, the current cut line sits at uh, plus two. Matt Kuchar's plus three. He gone. Tony Finau, plus seven. And Rory McIlroy will have to wait. He is in the clubhouse. The favorite of the tournament, eight to one. He is two over. The cut line could move to two over. I'll keep you posted throughout the final hour. SEC conference going to lift its ban on stadium-wide alcohol sales effective August 1st. The SEC was the only one of major five conferences to outlaw alcohol sales in general seating areas. Alcohol sales limited to beer and wine, no spirits, uh, no vendors as well. you got to get your own booze if you want it. And individual schools in the SEC have the authority to decide to sell or ban the alcohol. French Open, Roger Federer's 400th Grand Slam match, a confident straight set win over Casper Ruud. Federer becomes the first man or woman to reach this four-century mark and improves his record at the biggest tournaments to 345 wins and 55 losses. Nadal and Djokovic also threw upset on the ladies' side. Number 31 seed Petra Martic. She took out two seed Petra Pliskova. Straight set, 6-3, 6-3. NFL news, former NFC North rival Gerald McCoy visiting the Carolina Panthers today. Uh, it could take a weekend for the free agent defensive tackle to make a decision on what team to play for. He visits the Cleveland Browns and Baltimore Ravens prior to the Panthers. He spent nine seasons with the Bucks before parting ways with them. Kansas City announced to Damian Williams as the unquestioned starting running back for their team. After the release of Kareem Hunt in November, Williams was an absolute stud starting the final four games of the regular season. He scored six touchdowns, averaging 5.1 yards per carry. He also had two touchdowns in the playoffs. 
The team added veteran Carlos Hyde in free agency and drafted Darwin Thompson in round six. So that is the KC backfield. Busy night in the MLB. We got 15 games on tap. Let's go through the Yankees game. The big one, Boston at the New York Yankees. Yankees minus 145, nine and a half sale and half. We'll go through the rest of the board with me and Gabe on the third hour of the program because there's a lot of games to get to. We got 15 on tap. Rest of the sked, yeah, we got two CFL games in exhibition tonight too. 8.30, we tip things off. Edmonton and Winnipeg. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers minus five and a half, total 48 and a half. And at 9.30, Saskatchewan at Calgary. The Stampeders are three and a half point favorites. You're over under 49 and a half. And as we mentioned, big, big Champions League soccer final on Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. Liverpool, the favorite, minus 110. Tottenham is plus 340 if they win. And the draw after 90 minutes in injury time sits at plus 260. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 3 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. Our friend Richard Garner drops by. We'll have some baseball picks, go through the weekend betting card, and a whole lot more. Thanks to Babano and Steve Merrill for dropping by. Red Heat and Rage, Hour 3, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, double uh, I just sent you guys a picture. I don't know if it's too late. We got Richard Garner coming on, and last week, last time he came on last week, we just had a guy with glasses up there. Might as well have been Adam Silver. Um, so, but Richard Garner's a surprise addition to the rotation today, so I'll understand. But instead, I don't know, take, take the picture down instead of, like, kind of disrespectful having the wrong picture up, you know? Just, just saying. All right, so seeing right, that right. one, we got the right one this time, baby. Hey, oh, yeah, Mike was ready. on oh. again. Hey, Yang, during that update? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's been, like, 100 times. I just, it's, like, echoing in my ear. Okay, yeah, just, I'm about, uh, I'm not uh, gonna flip out, but I'm not. Uh, you know, start typing me in caps like, as no well, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry, buddy. I don't know, Yang. It's not really my style, but I gotta be honest with you. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's like no one listens to anything I say, but that's all right. <sighs> yep, 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 yep. As out of you. <laughs> I, I, I stepped out. I stepped away for a second. Of course, yeah. I, I know. That's it, when. That's when you kill my your ears, break. bro. Uh, I know, yeah, no, I know. Man, I got, I know. My, my ears are, like, sweating. It's like, you know, like, it's you know, it's too much. <laughs> so, the commercials get everybody gets to me. So, I'm like, oh, God. I was unaware, so I came back. There, so, the mic was on. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. <sighs> yeah. Were they drumming this time? No, it's just, like, so loud. I just, it's hard to do because the words all blend into each other. So you just got to, basically, you just got to keep on reading and not think about it. You know what I mean, Gabe? It's not our uh, first rodeo here. Um, Justin well, uh, Rose look, the show, is in the clubhouse. The, show, yep. the show's three hours long. Yes. Uh, we're at level three here. We're into the third hour. Yes. So in other words, Yang just gave us six innings. Yeah. yeah six out well, of nine. Good. He's good. Six, He's six good. Six out of nine. But yes. uh, Jesse, if you can, can you get the manager coming out? It's like Cam's, Cam's coming out for the ball. Cam's like, <laughs> you know, I stand up for you all the time, bro, but give me the damn ball. Cam is snatching the ball for me right now, buddy. <laughs> snatching the ball. 
Yeah, I don't know what you guys are doing in there, but God, it's like, hey, hey Maretzi, that's another thing. Like, I know you're going to take a leak or whatever, but there's a like, there's a lot of activity right around that area, and I'm just, I'm just like, well, man, okay, you know, it's a very busy area, as you say, Gabe. I got to get a camera you. there. Got to get a camera. Really? There. I told you. I you agree, don't you? Oh, now, now I fully agree. Okay. Now it's on. No, no, I'm it's, not. It's, I'm not even kidding. It's I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> the uh, it's going to be called the pit camp. Yeah, yeah. Pit camp pit will camp. be in effect. Nice. Richard Garner joining us at that. Oh, he is. Yeah. Good stuff. Maybe you'll have some baseball picks. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Radio Network, TuneIn Radio, iHeart, uh, now on YouTube uh, as well. As uh, the summer months approach, June around the corner, uh, the playoffs are uh, winding down. We're into the finals uh, right now. It's, of course, Stanley Cup uh, tomorrow. NBA resumes on uh, Sunday. We're now joined by a man who I think uh, might be going to uh, Game 2 on uh, Sunday. And we should note... Uh, we're making plans uh, right now. I should have the, the plans finalized uh, by by the morning. Uh, but we're going to try to set this up, guys, since every other jackass broadcaster in America has come to Toronto. Somehow, I haven't. Uh, but next, uh, next Monday is game five. And that would be at 9 o'clock Eastern. And um, so we're hoping to be in Toronto earlier in the day, Cam. And uh, we'll set up shop at Wild Wings like we did on that Saturday night recently. Oh, at the Toronto uh, bar there we went to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, great, great Wi-Fi there. Wi-Fi is not a problem. Perfect. Um, so, uh, we've, yeah, we've got good Wi-Fi there. I think we could pull off a uh, pre, pre-game five uh, show. We'll see if I can f- pull off all the logistics and stuff, but it really shouldn't be that much of an issue. Uh, we'll have some people come down and then, of course, go to game five. Richard Garner steps up and in from the six. What's up, Richard? Well, I guess what's up, Gabe, is that there is a game five guaranteed. And That's- as crazy as that sounds, I think some people even here thought, you know, if we don't get swept, that would be a victory. And if you watched the game last night, like I did, and like a lot of people did, I don't know. I'm starting to think the Raptors can win this series. Yep. They legit. They have to take care of business before Kevin Durant can come back. Even though we don't know what Kevin Durant's going to bring back to the table, I think Kevin Durant's going to play next Friday, uh, which would be a game four. Game four. But what's amazing about this, guys, is there's so many scenarios that could be still standing on that game five. Raptors can win on Sunday, lose to 
come back home, and we got a best of two or three for the NBA Finals, and that game five is the biggest game in franchise history until the next game uh, is the biggest game type thing. Raptors can lose on Sunday, go to Oakland, lose both games, come back home, and that game five, they're trailing 3-1. And it's like, well, you know, man, freaking Golden State, Durant's back, and they're down 3-1. Or the Raptors can win on Sunday, split in Oakland and come home up 3-1 and play for a championship next Monday. A lot of scenarios. It's like a Rubik's Cube, uh, Richard. <laughs> Keep turning it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's a, it's a dare-to-dream scenario. And, you know, it's one of those things Kawhi said in the press conference afterwards about Golden State being human. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of all the myths the mythological sports figures out there, right? Tyson always comes to mind, right? He beat people before he came into the ring, right? And then Buster Douglas changed all that. All of a sudden, people went into the ring with this guy thinking he could be beat. Golden State gave you indications all year that, you know, they weren't the same team, but it was always easy to sort of marginalize those losses as, well, look, they've won four championships. They're just not focused. Then in the first round, you know, they give up a 30-point lead at home against the Clippers, goes six in that series. Of course, Houston goes two, two, two and two with them and then ultimately loses. And then it's when KD goes down that they get super focused and they beat a Portland team that looked gassed. But now, I don't know about you, Gabe and Cam, but a lot of people say those two regular season victories by the Raptors one in Toronto, one at Golden State without Kawhi Leonard uh, didn't mean much, right? And now, as you watched last night, three in a row the Raptors have beat Golden State convincingly. And I tend to think now that maybe they have something figured out as to how to play them. Nick Nurse had a plan last night. So did Golden State. Obviously, they had the, the Giannis plan, right? Let's just go out meet Kawhi up at the three-point line, force him to give up the ball, which he did, and guys made shots. But more importantly, defensively, they, they essentially held Golden State to where you want him, about 100 points, a little over 100 points. And and if you measure the confidence level of this team now, I think they absolutely believe they can beat this team. It's the Kawhi yeah, I, Leonard uh, effect. Even though Kawhi wasn't... Uh, even though Kawhi wasn't um, you know on fire last night. He's definitely playing through pain. There's the been there, done that before. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of talk about no, the Raptors don't have any uh, final experience. Well, I don't know. There's only five guys on the court, and there's five starters. Three of them, or two of them, have been in the finals, and Ibaka's been in the finals. Kyle Lowry hasn't been in the finals before, but he's been in the league a long time. He's been in the Olympics. He's won gold medals. You know, he's played in big basketball games. Uh, before, yeah, and you're right, Richard. There's always that, you know. Conor McGregor had it. Brock Lesnar had it. Tyson had it. The bully always has it. It's the schoolyard uh, fable, right? The bully's mm-hmm. the bully until they see the, uh, you know, the little kid punch him in the gut and he falls down, and suddenly he's not the bully anymore, and and it's different now. There's a lot of work left to be done uh, in this series, but the Raptors are definitely in this, and there's a level of. Um, they're 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 not satisfied. They weren't satisfied after winning 
against Milwaukee. You could tell they weren't satisfied. I like their demeanor after the game uh, last night. And I like what you brought up, too, about Golden State. Don't forget, Golden State did lose those two games to Houston. If the And I'm not, you know, two plus two doesn't always equal four. But the fact is, the Raptors are a dominant home team. There's no reason why the Raptors can't dig down deep one last time. And you, you take this, it's like, you know, it's basically one battle at a time that, guys, we win this freaking game. The worst thing happens, we're coming home next Monday, tied at two, at a best of two or three with home court playing for the title. Like, they need to win this game Sunday. There's no other way around it. They freaking need this game. They can't go back locked at one. They need to hold serve. This is like Wimbledon, man. You can't give up serve here. Curious, Cam, where was your money last night? Raptors first quarter, Raptors first half, Raptors game. But I can't lie, Richard, I dabbled in baseball. Big mistake. <laughs> but I will say There's this, always too, a dude, dark cloud. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I know, yeah, Richard. Raptors, it's, uh, Raptors, I, I, Raptors, yeah. Texas I actually <laughs> did really, really well last night. I swept the board in the game. I'm like, wow, why did I put Seattle in those parlays? But another great point that you guys bring up, too, even the role players. Look at Fred Van Fleet and that Wichita State team. They went undefeated that year. He's been in big games where they took that team to the Final Four. Uh, there, there's, there's a lot of that going on there. And I look at the Raptors in this way, Richard. Um, when you break down the team, look at what, like, look what Portland did, right? You take out Lillard. They didn't have enough guys after that that had the offensive wherewithal to do things uh, that the Raptors have. Gasol can go inside and dominate. He can get you 20 points. Van Fleet can shoot threes. Norm Powell. Portland didn't have the players. Like, Miles Turner didn't show up in that series. He thought he could be an X factor. They didn't have as many guys. If you want to key on Kawhi, there's not just one or two guys. There's a handful of guys that can score. Siakam and other guys. And I think that's why there's a big difference, guys. I think that's why this thing can go the distance and they can actually beat Golden State. Your take, Rich? Well, I would say this. I think the league really got to know T.J. McCollum in that series and throughout the playoffs. Yeah. And, and he might be the best player on that team, honestly, in my mind, which is a big statement. Lillard had to have been hurt. You know, he just wasn't the same guy. But but the difference difference at the end of the day, as they say in sports, defense wins championships. This team held the Milwaukee Bucks under 100 points multiple times throughout the series. They were the top scoring team in the NBA. They defense, Gabe, you and I have talked about this a million times. Defense in basketball is really ultimately effort and conditioning. If you're an athletic guy, like it's, you know, the Michael Jordan thing is, is always the example. People said, ah, sure, Jordan's great, does this, does that, can't play defense. He said, oh, really, I can't play defense. Came back the next year, won the defensive MVP of the league. Why? Because he prioritized playing defense. And, and it sounds like high school basketball coach hey, talk. There, Hands hey, up, there, move your right feet. Back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
transportation video. Like again, we sent you, uh, we sent you some audio uh, to play here. Uh, we've got to get some sort of system where this actually like uh, dings or something like that. So, because it defeats the purpose of our chat if I have to tell you to look in the chat all the time. And I'm as guilty of it. I don't. I don't look at it as much as I should either. Like I said, Coach Morenci, uh, Cam. Yeah, we 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 need we need like a mini camp here, Cam. You know what I'm saying? OTAs. Cam, yeah. yeah, Cam's coach yeah. Cable. Like you, you agree to. There's you know we we, <laughs> we all need. I'm part of it. Yeah. I'm part I, of it. We all need like yeah. we all need to get on the same page. Like the upcoming season here, we're not. A, we we got to get the playbook down a little bit better, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're a very strong team, Gabe. Just a couple trick plays that we run don't. They're not executed <laughs> the way they they need to be executed to catch the other team off guard. I'm with you. But we the efforts there, you know what I mean? We're we're, we're there. We're not skipping no, the OTAs. We're showing up. Yeah, Richard, we need attention to detail. Attention to detail. The big leagues, Richard. So correct. Basically, Whoa. but it's the big leagues. But <laughs> we have we have like we we thought we were smart. This is where the intention was good. So we're like, all right, we're gonna have a chat, you know, Gmail chat that we can communicate without talking. You know what I mean? So if there's a problem, mm-hmm. who's on hold, all that type of stuff. Except we're all guilty of like sort of not looking at it. And then I'm very guilty of getting like extremely irate about like, what do we even have this thing for? But the whole point of having a chat was so we don't have to say, all right, we sent you the video. I'm not blaming anyone. This is on me uh, as well. Like I said, you know. New football season coming up. We got to work on our playbook. And like Cam said, the trick plays. But all right, so guys, all kidding aside, I don't know if you saw this guy, Richard. Did you see the Jamaican guy last week? Firebrand Raptors. <laughs> and so basically, it's like a Jamaican dude in Toronto. And he's an older dude, funny as hell. And he talked about how um, the Raptors came back to the six and beat the Bucks in the six. They're, you know, um, in the six, the number of the beast. And he was like, uh, you know, you mess with the Raptors. Like, it's some some of the best smack talk ever. Let, just look it up on. I'll send you the link on Twitter. It's blowing it up. We can't play that you- right now because he swears too much in it. This is his new one that he just uh, did. Uh, he just did. This is some great stuff. Bring it on, Yang. The original Jamaican that I said Raptors to the world. We like curry, chicken. We like curry, goat. We like curry, red snapper. <laughs> but we don't like Stefan Curry. We eat curry in the six. Wanna want war? Hmm? Wanna want ramp with the raptors? Con! <laughs> I think I know that guy, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His name is Louis, uh... Louis Oxkin. Um, I believe that's his name. We'll, we'll, we'll lock it down because these videos are just too good. They're just too good uh, right now. But I guess people had T-shirts last night. We eat curry in the six. And um, the whole so thing listen, is, you, yeah, listen, you were there, Richard, literally and figuratively. No one can speak to the Toronto sports scene. And I'm not, you know, I mean, there's guys that have been around, you know, forever in the Toronto sports scene, but. In a modern era, you were literally on the field when the Blue Jays won the World Series. So for people tuning in right now that don't realize this, 
when Joe Carter hit that home run against the Phillies and Mitch Williams, in those days you could sort of run on the field as a fan. You weren't, you know, still wasn't uh, accepted, but it wasn't like today where you'd get shot. And <laughs> Richard Garner actually got the home plate about the same time as Joe Carter did. And you're part of the, like, he's part of the little celebration at home plate until someone sort of pushed you right away, right? Like a trainer or someone like No, it's a, yeah, some sort of half-ass security dude and a trainer. <laughs> so, so nevertheless, you were in the building for Joe Carter. You're in the city of Toronto right now during this NBA final run. How does it compare and, like, is it bigger, different, or just uh, similar or different in its own way? It's funny. We had this conversation last night with a few guys that were also there in 93. And uh, I, I I think this is bigger. Um, again, having, you know, you always have that issue of, of memory, right? It was 25-plus years ago, 93 now. But th- there's no question that, you know, when, when everybody spilled out of what was then called Skydome, and, you know, I remember the first thing I heard after being escorted out of the building, uh, I was outside. They, they brought me outside of an area where there was, it wasn't uh, where it was a normal exit. So I was kind of out there by myself. And then all of a sudden, the first thing I heard was bam, 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 bam. And then all you could hear was horns honking, right? It was insane, impromptu parade up Young Street. I mean, it was, I, I would never want to downplay it. It was huge. And 92 was this huge, is, right? This is different in the sense of, and not to say that baseball is not a multicultural sport and that people aren't into it in sense, but, you know, I know everyone takes Ubers now, but over the years, Richard, every damn taxi ever got into, they, they didn't have the Leaf game on, not the Jays, Raptors. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. different. Like, I was when I when I was with you that night after I ended up just staying out there at that bar eleven after the great place I got kicked out too though later uh, great place uh, <laughs> uh, anyways uh, wasn't like a bad scene or anything like that but yeah. let's just say I lit a victory cigar uh, on the patio after the game it's not it's legal I guess it's legal but it's not allowed in a bar <laughs> so but but I'm sitting there man. There's guys from Brazil. There's Chinese people from from they're from China, and the girl told me he loves the Raptors. He had like decked out in Raptor gear, and like you know he was jumping up and down, and like there was like these teenage girls from Scarborough next to me that were literally like shaking. Oh my god! Oh my god! Dude, Doc Holiday and the Jays are big. I get it. Joe Carter was big. 14-year-old girls from Scarborough weren't shaking on their phones with their friends during the game, bro. It's not the same. No. This is bigger than that. So I've been here I've been here for 25 years, right? So that literally coincides with the beginning of the Raptors who have been here for 24. It's also what a lot of people talk about is the is the essentially Toronto 2.0 where that whole idea of multiculturalism became a much bigger part of the city and now you know, depending on your perspective and whether you see this as a positive or a negative, I see it as a positive that 51% of the people that live in Toronto were not born here. That is the biggest number in the world. So this is a, by definition, a multicultural city. And in those early days, 
yeah, the Leafs were still your, you know, your dad's team, your big brother's team, the Jays baseball. It was still an older sport. It was still a whatever. And yes, people were yeah, excited. Hello, this is friends. different. This is different. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like this like, is, is, this is 100%. Right <laughs> no, this is, you know, it's, 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 well, and also social media, Gabe, like every aspect of it plays into this. You can't not feel it anywhere you go. Your, you know, on your social media feeds, anywhere you walk down the street, and this is this is without doubt a greater source of pride because it's not just that your team is winning; it's that your city and your country is in the North American slash international spotlight in a way that it's never been. Baseball does not translate globally the way basketball does. You know, right now that not only is it just on ABC primetime and the, and, and a lot of Americans who may not have ever really seen or understood Toronto are seeing it, but around the world. And at first it's like, yeah, we're kind of happy to be here. Cut to you're walking out last night after you beat the Bohemus, the dynasty, the golden state warriors pretty convincingly in a way that really said to a lot of people, we're not just happy to be here. We can win this. This to me is different. It's bigger. It feels better in some way because it seems to transcend sports. Richard Garner uh, with us. So, uh, Richard, are you going to the game on uh, Sunday night? Did it, uh, is it falling into place? TBD. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to – I mean, I, I'll say this. I'm not paying a dime to get in, and I'm not – and now that's probably two dimes to get in, right? So I've got yeah, a couple exactly. feelers out there. I've got a couple of other things. I might uh, might reboot the old uh, the old uh, sneak in clandestine kit and see what that uh, yields. I know that the uh, the former ACC and now Scotiabank Arena is a little a little different than the you know the sieve that is Rogers Center because there's probably about ten different ways to get into there underground. Uh, etc. But there's there's a desire to be in the building. But to your point about Game Five, now that that's guaranteed, I think I'm going to wait out Game Two. I think I'm going to come down wherever you guys are going to be. We're going to have some wings. We're going to talk some sports. We're going to feel the vibe of this city and of the history that's going on. And then we're going to find a way in that building in Game Five. I like the positive attitude. I like yeah. it. You want? You want? We'll get into the Stanley Cup. We'll take a break in a second, but we'll get into the uh, the Stanley Cup. But I like the positive attitude. Um, Raptors to win the series right now is plus one thirty eight. I got it at plus two thirty before wow. the series started, and I also Me played too. Kawhi Leonard to win the MVP at plus two forty five because I figure if they win, Kawhi Leonard is going to be the uh, is is going to be the MVP. Now Siakam went off last night, but still. Kawhi Leonard still, even though it wasn't a great game, he still had 23 points. And, you know, Kawhi's going to be the MVP if the Raptors win somehow. But the St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins, if you parlay, and uh, Richard is the uh, king parlay uh, player, if you like uh, to parlay uh, things, I don't know what you think about this, but Raptors to win the series, St. Louis Blues to win the Stanley Cup, plus 385. Uh, right now. That's what that case. Plus 385. We'll take a quick break. Get Garner's quick take on the Stanley Cup finals and get to be in camp's best bet to uh, take a at the baseball court, I guess. Although, I'm waiting for the That's hockey and, and the basketball. CFL 2, Gabe. Good parlay opportunity. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. into the home stretch. It's not a stretch they come. Yeah. Game time decisions ready. Page our radio. I am a red Cam yeah. is uh, where the NBA finals are. Garner is as well. I'm in New York. Uh, busy weekend. Uh, next weekend, we're putting it together. Um, I got drunk and promised people I was going to go to Montreal for the Formula One race, and then they went ahead and bought tickets and stuff. So <laughs> I'm almost like, oh, man. You know, it's one of those deals. Like, you know. But whatever. I don't understand, though. This is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, thing. That race comes back, right? Like, it's no, big. I'm going to do both. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, you're a real, glo- you're that, real like, uh, globe uh, setter there. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's some James Bond stuff, Garner. Isn't it like F1 Formula oh. One race uh, with the with the, uh, the Euro models uh, Sunday morning and then the NBA finals on uh, Monday night? That's how you roll. Yeah, Definitely an experience if you've never done the Grand Prix in Montreal, but to Cam's point, like this is, uh, yeah, I mean, that's why you came up to the Buck series, right? You want to be part of it. Well, this is, this is already at another level than it was when you were here about a week ago. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's once in a lifetime stuff. Oh, uh, Cam, were you talking about uh, preseason earlier about parlays? Just for the record, yeah, yeah. I love, I know, listen to this. Yeah, I am. Cam comes on about. <laughs> Great basketball picks, but man, I, I bet on some stupid baseball. And tonight, he's like great parlay opportunities to put with the the, the hockey and then the NBA huh. CFL Raptors season, are- Richard. Yes, yes, the preseason. I'm just uh, well, going with hey, let me let me I got an update. Let me make. Yep, heavy okay. smoke, Talk poor air quality. Heavy smoke, poor air air quality leads to doubts over a preseason game between the Riders and the Stampeders. Really? Oh, yeah. that's not good. Calgary, uh, as Babano mentioned on the earlier show, home team's undefeated so far. Uh, Argos won by 25. BC uh, got smoked by Edmonton. A parlay with Saskatchewan and Cal... Uh, sorry, with Winnipeg, the home team, and Calgary plays plus 110, Gabe. Not bad. By the way, the golf Rory McIlroy tournament favorite will miss the cut by one shot, and uh, that's why wow. he's a bad bet right now. Tiger Woods, he finished up at two under. Martin Keimer in the lead, and we got a host of others, Gabe. All of our friends that we have are right in the hunt at T4. Going to be a great weekend. All right, Richard. So before we get you out of here, um, you ever met Drake before? You know ever you know all the high rollers in yeah. Toronto. Are you Girls ever hung with Drake? No, not uh, been been some places where he's been at, but uh, no, haven't had the pleasure. <laughs> have. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> has he taken it too far? Um, is it uh, is it good? It's funny because normally I've always found him to be annoying, but since we're winning, I don't have a problem with it. It's like, whatever, it seems to be working, and it's pissing other players off, and it's for real. But what I find interesting about this, and it shows the difference in maturity and the difference of a champion and, and embracing the moment in which the Greek freak basically cried and complained. 
about Drake. And Drake never even really said anything to him. Drake was just sort of trolling him, you know, from the side. Drake actually called Draymond Green trash last night, if you saw him after the game. He said that you're trash, but not like in a smiling way. Draymond said something. When Draymond was asked about it after, he said, I love that stuff. It's a ton of fun. You know I mean? It's just a difference, right? And he said, I love that stuff. It's a ton of fun. And he said, you know, he said, Drake worked hard to become who he is. He's earned the, uh, he's earned the right, basically. It's amazing. Like, yeah. these players, like, actually like him. But um, I actually think it's a good in a way. It sounds stupid, but it's taking a little pressure off the players in a way. Yeah, it's sort no, of like no that sister, it. the sister G. Remember, like, the nun, like, with the basketball team? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. No the one can name a damn player. Yeah, no one can name a player on the team. And I was like, man, these kids are coming out of nowhere to go to the Final Four. Yet, who's getting interviewed on 60 Minutes? Oh, Sister Jean, Sister Jean, Sister Jean. Then I realized, takes all the pressure off the kids. And one of the kids even said that. He goes, she takes all the pressure off of us. We could just practice. And, and it's the same thing. Like, it's not really about the look right now on ESPN. Drake trolls Warriors throughout game one. Dude, it's Drake, Drake, Drake. They're not even talking about the yeah. Raptors. The Raptors could just well, go during, about their dur- business. I actually like it. <laughs> during the whole thing with Budenholzer, like that dominated an entire day of ESPN coverage on the series. 100% of every conversation was about Drake and what, whether he was offside or onside with his antics. And to your point, a young team that hasn't necessarily, you know, I agree with you that you got guys that have been there, but still the, it, it, it allowed a, a, you know, a rookie coach in Nick Nurse to be able to have his team focused, not have to worry about who wasn't performing, which guys weren't hitting threes, that type of stuff. Sorry about the sirens. Um, and in this case, all of a sudden, Drake was, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, everybody was talking about how Adam Silver had a little talk with him, how the NBA had a talk with him. He was relatively quiet last night, of course, until the end when he, he does a little cell phone thing. But then all of a sudden in the post game, you're seeing these highlights of him and him and Draymond having it. Oh, well, what do you see today, Gabe? That's all anybody's talking about. And meanwhile, the Raptors are in a situation where they could go two up on the on the world champs. And Golden State, for the first time in any of their runs in the playoffs, they're the team that is in uncharted territory. A, they had to start on the road. B, now they have to be in that situation where they have to hear the stats about how down 2-0, no team comes back, and blah, 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 and no team in NBA history has ever come back from a 2 So now that's what they're staring at. And I agree they have the pedigree, they have the experience, they have the maturity, but they're also human beings. And the pressure on them is going to be immense to win this game. Everybody thinks, I think, they'll just come out, flick a switch, and win by 20. I don't see that happening. Richard Garner. Okay, Richard. And uh, finally, in closing here, Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, I've, I've I've enjoyed the hockey. I, I me and Cam have talked about it, missing some of the physicality a little bit, but it's no doubt high, you know, fast-paced, elite hockey that these NHL players play in the playoffs. But this series has been pretty enjoyable. It's been sort of old-school, big teams beating the crap out of each other, and um, you know, you could argue. I, I don't. We get into numbers and all this stuff, but. You know, game threes are pivotal when the series is tied at uh, at one. Big game tomorrow night, similar to the Raptors. If the St. Louis Blues can win tomorrow, then this starts to become real for them. 
Well, I think before the series, Cam, myself, I, I think you were all in the blues. I certainly yeah, uh, futures, wouldn't. Futures, Richard. You know, I, would, I, I wouldn't. Let's go. So, I mean, I don't, that certainly doesn't change after they accomplished the goal of getting the split on the road. Um, Bennington uh, looked, uh, let's say, less than uh, invincible as he had in most of the playoffs, yet mm. still they find themselves one all. And now they go back to St. Louis. And uh, obviously, to your point, it's always pivotal. The stats show that winning that game three, especially after a 1-1. Uh, but right now, I mean, there's no reason to get off of the blues. I certainly, I, to me, again, I think we all discussed this last week. This wasn't a, it wasn't a pick on the blues because they were necessarily the better team or the sk- better skilled team or the team with the better pedigree. What they were was a team that beat teams down. And by games five, six, and seven, the will had been drained physically and mentally out of certainly the San Jose Sharks. I'm not saying teams give up, but they're human beings. They're beat up already. So if that proved in the, to be the case in the semifinal, the conference final, you would think that all these guys who have really beaten, have been beaten down, lost probably five pounds, ten pounds over the course of the playoffs, and the Blues just keep bringing it. And I suspect Barube's plan will work, and that by game six, and seven, I think you're, you're going to see the Blues flying around the ice, and I think you're going to see what can be reduced to a one-line team at time in the Bruins. If they don't, uh, if they don't convert on the power play, they'll, they'll lose in six. But I still think, I still think this series goes to St. Louis in six. Excellent a lot of what points, you've been Richard. saying. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I, I I equate the Blues. I use the anaconda analogy, right? You know what I mean? Or somebody's wounded and they slowly just, you know, or a python. They squeeze the life out of you over time. Look what happened with Dallas. Dallas was a great team, fast, flying, great top line. Radulov, say again, what, what happened? Boom, they hit a wall right after game five, game six. And game six, the Blues won, closed it out in seven in domination. Same with San Jose. In that series, San Jose looked really, really good. They have a, they're a deep team. But over time, the Blues wore them down, went into San Jose in a pivotal game and shut them out and beat them down hard. Like, not just one dominated them. And then they eventually won at home in Game 7. It usually takes, guys, five to six games to do what Barube's doing, and he's done a fantastic job. What a recipe, because winning the Stanley Cup is the hardest thing to do, and he understands physical dominating four checks will get it done. Go Blues. <laughs> go, go blues at the end I like it. Uh, go blues so listen right, uh, listen guys i gotta uh, you know i gotta jump i know yeah. you guys gotta get this commercial break but let me know about the game five plans i know it's uh, a little over a week away but this you know there's logistics there's a bunch of stuff that needs to be put together but uh like i said earlier i want to be want to be there want to see you guys and uh, i want to celebrate this uh, together yeah, I appreciate you, it. Richard. We look, we look forward to long. it. The once in a lifetime uh, opportunity. Thanks for taking the time to be with us, Richard. Yeah, see you guys later. Right, Take it easy, Richard Garner. You like that game? Uh, Go Blues. Yeah. <laughs> Just gotta Go blues, emphasize, yeah. <laughs> emphasize. <Yeah. laughs> hey. That's the thing about uh, the thing about Boston too is people think I got a hate on for the city. I just lose money betting against their teams. Like I've had great times there. Wicked bars, wicked people. Slick Picks is an awesome guy. Like it's just. When it comes to their teams, they destroyed me. Like the New England Patriots caused this mess game year after year and bad beat after bad beat. But we've had a couple of good Super Bowls against it. But uh, it's kind of like once once you're there, you just got to keep on doing the same thing. I can't jump on the train now. Too late. Too late. Uh, you know what it is? 
uh, you know what it is, too, and Richard brought it up, and you brought it up a bit, too. That first line had been really carrying the, the Bruins for a long time. Yep. You know, that, you know, they were playing just that such sort of like RAS, playing at such a high level that it's next to impossible to play like that the whole way through. You say the same thing about Kawhi Leonard right now. Right? Yeah. That Kawhi Leonard, you can't expect this guy to score 37 points every night in a playoff game. He's a human. I mean, look, He's la- a human last being. night he had 23 <laughs> points, and it was like, oh, he didn't play well. He still had 23 points. He, you know, yeah, he stepped up with a big three. Uh, but uh, we've talked a lot about the Stanley Cup. For the record, I do like the Blues tomorrow, Cam. And I'm going to take the Me Raptors too. again on Sunday. That's what I'm doing. I've done the exact same thing, Gabe. When we had Richard on, on Mr. Green, I've already put a few plays in. Uh, and St. Louis has gone down. I'm seeing an updated line at minus 115. Like, are you kidding me? So these guys are plus. So Boston at home, you're telling me, is minus 170, and the Blues are minus 115? Am I missing something? Like, I just, it's just weird. It's it's like you talk about those weird lines with the Bucks series and OKC versus Portland. The Blues should be, even if they don't win, 40 cents, like, or 50 cents. Like, what? why are they 115? I'm, I'm on it. I don't care what if they're trying to screw with our minds. I think it's a good bet. It's a pick em game. They're at home. Wow. Um, speaking of baseball, uh, we've got a couple of minutes left here, so. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, man. They haven't lost since they lost to Clayton Kershaw about a week and a half ago. Eight and one in their last nine baseball games. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Good thing everyone's focusing on the Raptors right now because the Jays really blow right now. One and seven in their last yep. uh, eight uh, going into Colorado uh, tonight. Edwin Jackson on the hill. Holy crap. Um, like the over. What do, yeah, yeah. What do, what, do you, what, do you make of the, uh, what do you make of the baseball card tonight? Yeah, well, Gabe, I, I I'm not gonna lie to you. The Dodgers were good. I had the minus one and a half, and but it didn't it didn't work out because the parlays didn't work because of uh, the Mariners. Um, tonight, I like uh, Boston over the Yankees. It's funny, I like the Red Sox tonight. Uh, the line's gone down to a buck forty-five with Sale. I will do a two-game parlay. Fulton Evitz in his last start getting a little bit better. They're minus two hundred against the Tigers. I got in at one one eighty, but a, a, an Atlanta Braves Colorado parlay is to plus one oh seven. Uh, those are those are all the bets I'm doing right now, and I have leans in baseball to San Diego, San Francisco, because Baltimore. I'm never betting on the Orioles again unless I know the final score the next day when you give me the paper. And uh, I think uh, a lot of people like uh, Washington tonight on the consensus boards. I disagree. I think Cincinnati at home getting 10 to 15 cents with Maley, who's pitched pretty good, might be on the list. But Boston and a two-game parlay with Atlanta, Colorado will definitely make the card. What do you like? Um. I'm liking uh, I'm liking the Rays actually. Yeah, you know, Kevin, if, hot, I didn't, if I didn't if I didn't bet anything else besides the Raptors, and I've been doing a good job flipping it over, I'd be like I'd turn I would have turned five hundred and uh, twenty five into like five six hundred or something by now, just with the math. Yeah. But do I play baseball or I just wait and roll it over again? And I got that Ricky Fowler at plus two hundred. Hopefully they can hit still. But yeah. I do like the Rays tonight. Um, small play. We'll go uh, twenty-five rays, just recreational. If you can't put it in, twenty-five rays. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, uh, people are going to look at that game and go, "Yeah, Barrios with the Twins." Yes, but the thing about the Rays is they've done this before. Stanek will come in; he's a spot starter. He'll go two or three innings, you know, and he does a great job. Hand it over. They go throw it Yarbrough. Like this thing that the Rays have been doing, it works for them. Other teams have tried it, but not as successful as Tampa Bay. 
It's like Kevin Cash and the Rays have mastered the spot starter. Man, give me the Yankees. I, 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 I'm putting. Uh, we got two minutes left. I'm, I'm doing it. Whatever. We'll play a little baseball, all right? I'll send you the email. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you the picks light. right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to give light, each other light, the same light, speech. Light, light baseball. Give me I'm the New York Yankees. Light. Underdogs. Oh, no. Underdogs. Oh, yeah. Yankees. Okay. Same yeah, units? Yankees. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, recreational plays. Uh, Yankees. Rays. Uh-huh. And uh, what do you think of this Dodger game tonight? Arietta and uh, uh, I got to be yeah. honest with you, I'd pass. I think the Padres are good though. I like Smith, but he's coming down to yeah, earth, yeah, and the yeah. Marlins suck. You get Lucchese. I'd throw Lucchese in some parlays, minus one seventy. Uh, lucky Lucchese. Lucchese. Hey, yeah, lucky yeah. Lucchese lucky Luciano. Lucky Luciano Lucchese. That's your name, Yang. Lucky Lucchese. Um, Oh, dude, uh, I want to pick on uh, I want to pick on Arietta, but you're right. I don't know. The tough one. All right, out San Diego. Put San Diego and the Dodgers. Screw it. So Individually or parlayed? Uh, Individually. Yeah. Yankees. Yankees. Rays. San Diego. Los Angeles. My four picks. What do you got, Cam? Atlanta, Colorado, parlay, plus 107. I like Boston. You like the Yankees. Give me the Red Sox. Saskatchewan, uh, sorry, Calgary, Winnipeg, parlay, plus 108 in football if they play the games. That's it. Hey, the winners be yours. Thanks, Yank.